Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, this is the first full-length episode of the new year. Uh, you should be hearing this, I guess, on... Uh, January 6th, if you are listening on the day it's released. Uh, I'm excited to release it. I've talked a lot about what's coming in the new year. I've got a couple of those fantastic interviews lined up. Um, I never, never spoil them and say, hey, I'm going to interview this person because it's the easiest way for them to go away. Um, I do have an interview this week, and then I've got two that have been promised to me and another one that I'm just working real hard on, but I have had some communication with the person. So um, a couple of celebrities, an author, um, a podcaster, we'll just see. But all in all, I'm hoping that they're encouraging to you. Uh, the new year is off to a good start. Um, I've got some plans in place, some personal disciplines that I'm trying to reinstall that I have let fade away. And so far, that's going well. Again, it's only five days in, um, but it's all about establishing those patterns, those 21 days of habits, so that they become part of my routine. I'm such a routine person. Uh, one thing that you'll notice when you, if you listen to the Wednesday Wisdom Sermon that I'm going to post on Wednesday, it'll be my New Year's Sermon uh, that I preach today. And in one of those things, I talk about making frictionless decisions. The easiest ones to make are decisions that are frictionless. And you'll hear me talk about how I get my running clothes out every single morning and I wake up. The first thing I do when I wake up is I immediately go downstairs and there are my running clothes. It makes the decision frictionless because there they are. Everything's in place. In fact, I have to make a decision not to run if they're down there. That makes it difficult. So they're there, everything's in pattern, their clothes picked out for the weather. That's what I try to do each and every day that I run. It makes the decision frictionless. So for all of you who are trying to make some changes or trying to install some new things in your life, my encouragement to you is this. Try to make those decisions frictionless. Remove all the obstacles that you can so that you make those decisions. But anyway, that's a little preview for the Wednesday episode. Here we are on Monday, and... If you're listening to this, I can't believe I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about politics. Now, before I get into my topic, I know two things are going to happen when I post a politics episode or a political episode. One, probably going to get a lot of listens. Um, Two years ago, when I posted about the campaign, I got a lot of listens. It just happens Whenever uh, I post something about politics, I don't talk about them a whole lot, uh, maybe only one-on-one with friends. Um, So I'm going to try to do my best for anyone who's tuned in. Secondly, um, I will not tell you who I vote for or who I'm going to vote for. I don't do that. As a pastor, I have a platform. And so if I tell you who I'm voting for, it is a tacit endorsement, and I'm not going to endorse anyone. It's not my role. And so what I'm going to do here, funnily enough, is I'm going to talk about politics and out of this, everyone's going to assume who they know I'm going to vote for. Oh, he's right. He's left. He's going to vote for Biden. He's going to vote for Trump or whomever. And so that's always hilariously funny to me um, because people are confident about what I'm doing 
and I'm never telling them. Uh, there are very few people who know who I actually cast my vote for. Uh, in fact, there were years where no one knew. Um, but my family will know. We talk about those things all the time. And uh, Meredith, my oldest, is now a voter. So there's three people voting in my household. So we have conversations surrounding those things because they are important to our family. But I will not be endorsing anyone. What I'm going to do today is to give you three tips on how to handle the upcoming election. Because I know this. It is January. And we are less than a year away from the campaign. Less than three a year away from the election. And so the uh, Democratic debates are done. The campaign ads are, are picking up. Bloomberg is all over the place. He's starting to put in a ton of money because he's got a late start. And the campaign is on people's mind. It is being discussed. And there's so much politically going on in our country. It's always been the case, but wow, it just seems to be at a fever pitch. And so that is what's happening for us in 2020. It will def excuse me, define the year. So much of our year is going to be defined by this election process and ultimately the result. And so that is coming up. So here are my three tips on how to handle the upcoming election. First of all, one, recognize the validity of the times. Recognize that. Now, before you say anything, before you do anything, however you handle the upcoming process, we have to recognize that we are in volatile political times. For example, we're in the middle of this impeachment process. And so we have an impeachment in place for President Trump. And it has not yet gone to the Senate. It doesn't even appear like it's even inching towards getting towards the Senate. And this is a very strict, political, down-the-line issue. In the impeachment process, it was overwhelming majority Democrats felt that, Dr. that Donald Trump needed to be impeached. And the overwhelming majority of the Republicans felt like he did not need to be impeached. One side feels like there were high crimes and misdemeanors, and the other side feels like it's trying to undo the election. And there is almost no communication between the two sides in any way other than the yelling and the spouting of facts. It is so volatile. I think the best conversations I've had about this have probably been with my children. Because my children at 18, 16, and 13 are very well attuned to what's going on. They're different kids than, than, than I was and my generation was at their age. And so we talk about it. And they've talked about the charges and the whole issue with Ukraine and then backing up all the way uh, to the Mueller report. We're having these conversations and whether or not. Uh, this is something that President Trump needs to be impeached by. And what will happen now in the Senate? And so, first of all, we've got to recognize that we live in a very volatile age. And how we interact with it, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, how we are going to interact with it is going to play a large part about how those things are interacting with each other. Like, families are being split. You're seeing headlines after Christmas, excuse me, after Thanksgiving and Christmas break about families being split because of the political divide. 
So we have to recognize the volatility of this time. We are right in the middle of this process. I have no idea when things are going to go to the Senate. And I have no idea whether that's just going to be an immediate dismissal or whether there's going to be a full-blown trial. That's going to, uh, we just don't even know. It could take almost no time. It could take a ton of time. In addition, here we are on January 5th, and on the 3rd, we just bombed Iran. And already, that is causing great division. One side is saying, we just took out a terrorist. And the other side is saying, no, 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 this is only being done for political process. This is only being done uh, to try to hold off the impeachment. This is only being done, I mean, the accusations are flying back and forth. And whereas there is truth in these things one way or the other, we have to recognize this time is so volatile. And we can't take joy in the volatility. And some folks are becoming just adrenaline junkies because of the warfare that's being going on back and forth, especially online, on Facebook, and the Twitter battles, and the vitriol that's happening on the radio, and it's happening on the warring television stations. Friends, recognize this, okay? Recognize the volatility of our time. The volatility is playing a part of influencing the lives of everyone. And we do have kids in school, in high school, middle school, and especially in college, that this volatility is affecting them. So we have got to make sure we're aware of it and we're cognizant of it. We cannot contribute to greater volatility. We cannot. So, first of all, recognize. Recognize the volatility of our day. Number two, relax. 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 Am I telling you not to be involved? Of course not. And I'm tell am I telling you to be uninformed? Of course not telling you to relax. Let me speak, first of all, to the Christians who listen to the show. I do talk about faith, and so I have a large number of Christians who listen to the show. I will address everyone else in a moment, but I want to speak to the Christians in a moment. Friends, you serve a sovereign God, and the scriptures tell us that he places these rulers in the place that we have them. And if you are praying about what God is going to bring about. If you're praying about how the impeachment is going to play out and how the Iran bomb is going to play out and how the 2020 election is going to play out, if you're praying about that, if you're faithfully engaged in the process, you should be at peace. You should. You're trusting God. You're being faithful and being a good steward of your time and your vote. Then at this point in time, if you're doing that, then you can relax. Because you know that God is going to bring about whom he's going to want to be the president of this country. Relax. I see so many Christians, especially on Facebook, and in their interactions, that they are enjoying the battle. They are loving to humiliate others. There's so much dread about what's going to happen if things don't swing what is considered quote-unquote their way. It is not consistent with the nature and the character of a Christian. If you are praying and you are faithfully contributing and are informed, you should be the most relaxed of all people. 
please seek God's peace in these things. For my friends who are not Christians, I don't mean to diminish your activity because you're not a Christian. Here's my offer, my offer to you. The same thing. Please take a breath and relax. I know that many of you are faithfully searching your heart about whom to vote for, and you're doing the good stewardship of reading and studying, but I'm going to pray for all of us. Relax. Relax. We have ten and a half months. Is that what it is? Uh, Eleven months, whatever the case may be, until we get to November, till we discover who's going to be president. We're in the midst of bombing another country. People are dying, and whether they be seen as our enemies or not, we need to recognize that, and we need to recognize it in humility, and we've got to relax. Our interactions with our family and our friends are going to be informed by the posture of our heart. And if the posture of our hearts is anger and vitriol and stress and anxiety, then that's what's going to be communicated. Please, please, please relax. If you're a Christian, I'm encouraging you to pray, pray, pray that God would give you a spirit of peace. If you are not a Christian, however it is you seek personal peace, whether it be getting some exercise, whether it be meditation, whatever you're going to do to lower your blood pressure and calm yourself down, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Let us be a relaxed people in the midst of a volatile time. It's what I'm seeking for myself and my family. So first, recognize the validity of the time. Second, relax. And three, I'm going to give you the same advice that I gave two years ago in my one and only other political episode. Be kind. Be kind. We are not operating in a political environment presently where kindness is the norm. We are not. And Christians, you don't have an option of not being kind. Okay? You don't. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The fruits of the Spirit. One of them is kindness. The more you grow closer to God, the more kind you should be. Be kind. Be kind to one another. What that means is, is if you are interacting with someone who has a political position different than yours... Or is supporting a candidate that you do not support, be kind toward them. You are not giving the freedom to humiliate them. And if you are humiliating them, if anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you are humiliating people on the other side of your political opinions, you are part of the problem. You are. You don't get to justify it in any way. When I was a school teacher many years ago, I'm recording this podcast right now in my uh, in my office uh, down in the basement, and there's a couple of uh, teaching tchotchkes around. I can see a couple of awards and things when I was a teacher, and I remember I was reminded of this very early on as a teacher, and I had to remind myself of this every day. I had to remember that. I was the one who was the teacher. I was the authority. They could get upset all they wanted, but it wouldn't change the fact that I was in charge of that classroom. 
And if I got super upset, I was contributing to it by my anxiety and, and by mine getting frustrated. So if you feel like you are amazingly correct in your political position, then you should be kind. Rightness does not lead to being unkind towards other. In fact, if you are right, and many of you uh, out here would say, my rightness is in line with the person of God. If you're right, it should not lead to an unkindness at all. It is possible for us to have differing political opinions and be kind to each other. I am looking at these months ahead and the language and the back and forth, and I can't even, oh, I almost dread the presidential debates coming up. It's going to be back and forth, and it's going to be anger, and it's going to be anger, and it's going to be, and I know that there are things at stake that are worth having a lot of passion and emotion for, but I'm going to ask you, please, 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 be kind. Be kind. Please. Oh, and I am praying that for this process. Friends, it's an incredibly volatile time. It is. We're in the midst of an impeachment process, whether you agree with it or not. We just bombed Iran. It's not World War III, but people are scared to death that it might be World War III. We've got to relax. We've got to relax like like personally, and then we've also got to relax, and I will offer to you that we understand that God is in control of these things. And finally, please, please, please be kind to one another. Please. If you have an opportunity to influence anyone else, please influence them to be kind. You have a better chance of convincing someone to be kind right now than you probably have a chance of convincing someone to vote differently than they're already convicted towards. Please, friends. Thank you for listening to this uh, first of the year This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. I'm going to ask you, if you've made it this far, will you do me a favor? Um, I need to build up my reviews online. So many of you are very kind, and you let me know. Uh, but I would like for other people to find this podcast. And if you're enjoying it, I hope that you would like other people to find this podcast. The best way you can do that is if you go into iTunes and you give me a review and let folks know if you like it or not. And if you're enjoying this and listening to it, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Facebook, share it in your Instagram stories, tweet it out. It would be a huge help. To all my Anchor friends who are out there on the Anchor platform, love you guys. Appreciate you all out there just hustling and hustling and hustling to put out good content. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope that if you disagree with it, you can respond in kindness. If not, I guess we'll figure something out. Thank you so much for listening to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. And listen out for that Wednesday Wisdom episode where I preach on seeking God's will in 2020. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.